You're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 140. You should never sit with your back to the door. Hi, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped, and now it's time to light it up. Well, hello, and thank you for joining me on the show today. If you're a gifter, baker, crafter, or maker, and you own a brick-and-mortar shop, sell online, or are just getting started, here is where you will find insight and advice to develop and grow your business. And if you want even more Gift Biz motivation, I'd like to invite you to join our private Facebook group called Gift Biz Breeze. Pursuing your dream should be fun, exciting, and rewarding, not stressful and scary. When you join the breeze, it's like sitting in the park with friends who bring you all the support and the answers that you need and that you've been looking for. You'll have access to a group of amazing creators along with tools and resources that can catapult your business growth. And a heads up if you're listening right now as this episode is released or shortly thereafter, you'll want to get over into that group soon. I have several special opportunities happening there right now, but you have to be part of the group to participate. I'm talking about free opportunities to affect your business this year, so don't delay. To join the group, go over to giftbizbreeze.com. I look forward to seeing you over there, but for now, let's get on to the show. Today, I am thrilled to introduce you to Marianne Kaplan of Feng Shui for Success. Marianne has always enjoyed the art of transforming spaces to provide a dynamic and rewarding environment. She combines her psychology and counseling background for extra impact. It enables her to fully understand the challenges and limitations of a busy entrepreneur. In analyzing a space, Marianne helps clients remove and unlock roadblocks to their success. What that really means is she sets them up with their unique power office. Marianne is currently working with Marie Diamond from the book, The Secret, that we all know and love, and she is completing her Diamond Feng Shui certification. She will then be licensed internationally under Marie Diamond. And oh my gosh, that sounds like a big deal. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Marianne. Well, hi. Thank you so much for having me on the show. This is my first podcast, and I'm really excited about it. As we go, I've noticed just in the two years that I've been doing the show, more and more people are understanding what it's about and we're not having to explain anymore. Right. You can add yourself to the group who knows all about podcasts now. (laughs) Exactly. It's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. So the way I like to start everything out is in a little bit of a different way, and that is by having you share a little bit about yourself through a motivational candle. So if you were to create a candle that spoke total Marianne, what color would it be and what would be the quote that would be on your candle? I really thought about this because in Feng Shui, we use all the colors, the rainbow. But the one that stands out the most for me that would probably depict me would be a gold one. And what I would say is go for the gold. Your potential is unlimited. There you go. Reach for the top, right? Yep. And that's what I try to do for people in their offices and their homes to improve their environment so they can reach their potential and have unlimited success and happiness. There you go. Well, I am really interested in this because honestly, I've heard about feng shui forever. I really don't know much about it at all. Any of you gift biz listeners, if you're in the same boat as I am, we're going to take it from the top. Start from the beginning 
and understand everything about feng shui by the time we're done <laughs> with the podcast. <laughs> so what is it, Marianne? What is feng shui and what's its purpose, etc.? Okay, it's what's well, a 5,000-year-old technique that is, it's returned from China, and it's all about how you feel in the space. And what makes you feel a certain way is the energy that's in that space. I equate myself to like an acupuncturist. You go to see an acupuncturist when you've got some pain, discomfort, and with a set of needles, they put them in directly in a certain position and unblock the energy flow. And wow, all of a sudden, you're feeling great. That's what I do when I come into a space, whether it be at home or an office. I find out what's blocking the flow of energy. And people usually tell me what their challenges are, what they want to work on, and where in that space the blockages are. It's what they're experiencing in their business, in their personal life, in their health. It's amazing. So by identifying, removing that, enhancing the spaces for success, that's what Feng Shui is all about. I'm sure you've gone into a space, someone's home, someone's office, a restaurant, where you feel like, wow this is wonderful. I could just be here all day. I feel just great. That is a space that has great feng shui. Everything is balanced because we're always looking for balance. You go into another place and you're there maybe five minutes. It could be even your own office. And you're like, I can't stand this. I can't be here. I have to leave. I feel terrible. I don't feel supported. That's an office or a space that does not have good feng shui. So we have been practicing feng shui since we were infants. You as an infant decided what position where in your crib you wanted to sleep according to how it felt. You played in certain areas in your family room. You sat at a certain part of the table or you're attracted to sit at a certain part of a table in a room. So you've been practicing this your whole life. You've just didn't put a label on it. That's all about how you feel in the space. You always want your space to be supporting you, not depleting you. So is a space different for different people? Like, would my comfort level in my space be different than, for example, if you walked into my space? No. When I talk about the space, about comfort level, I'm talking about the space. You might get used to some things, but yeah, okay, you may be totally comfortable, but if you call me in to check out your office or your home, most likely you want something to improve. And so when I go in and I check out what is happening, what is not happening in that space. And people adjust themselves to working really hard, to really pushing themselves, even though there seem to be roadblocks, things constantly coming to the forefront that they're trying to circumvent. And a lot of it has to do with what is in that space. So there's some basic general things that when I do an energy map, I look for. And the energies change every year also in a feng shui. That gets confusing. So the energies change. When I think of feng shui, I think of like furniture placement or that's really what comes to my mind. I don't know if that's right or not. That's part of it. That's not at all involved, but it's part of it is how things are arranged in the space. Furniture is important. Okay. So when you walk into a space, whether it's me, whether it's you, whether it's a friend of mine or someone else, when people walk in, do they automatically get the feel because of the way the space is? Or would one person feel comfortable in the space where another person might not feel comfortable? Or is it really just have to do with the space? So it doesn't have to do with the person coming in. It has to do with the space and how it's set up. Yeah, it has to do with the space and how it's set up. It depends how long the people are in the space. And a lot of people don't realize 
that they want to leave or they're that really uncomfortable. Some of them just don't want to hang out, don't want to leave. And they may not even equate that to being uncomfortable, but it's the space and the energy in that space. All right. Now we have a little bit of a grounding in terms of what this is all about. How did you get into this? Oh, gosh. Well, my background originally is is science. I'm a science person. I was a pre-med major, a master's in counseling psych. But I've always, my right and left brain are always working. And I've always been interested in alternative medicines and alternative energies, probably since I was really young. And about 15, 18 years ago, everywhere I would travel, bookstore, gift shops, these feng shui books would just literally pop off the shelf. And I had two stacks of feng shui books. And every night I'd be reading them. And I thought, this is fabulous, fascinating. And then I said, I have to decide what to do with this. So I got my first certification in Chicago. It was a good foundation, but I wanted so much more. So I have gotten uh, two other certifications in classical feng shui, which uses the compass method. And now I'm working with Marie Diamond. So when I go into a space, anyone's space, whether it be their home, if I'm working on their bedroom or office, when different changes are made and things are personalized for them, and they experience them, and you get the phone call saying, oh my God, I just got this job. Or, oh my God, my kids are playing together in this area they wouldn't go into before. There's great harmony in our home. It's amazing. So you see the changes, you see the differences, and basically improving the quality of everybody's life. That's very cool. So you're seeing and you're hearing from your customers right after you go in and you affect their environment that things are happening for the positive. So when someone calls you up to come into their location, let's call it an office since we're mostly dealing with business people here. Are they coming in because they're saying, I need more sales and maybe my shop isn't set up properly? I mean, do they already have an end game in mind or do they come in open to what you think about their environment? Walk us through a little bit of how you interact with somebody. Okay, I have people on both sides of the spectrum, but most of the time... When I present or I talk or I go to a networking meeting, I just give a little snippet of what I do. The phone call again is, oh gosh, I really need you to come in and look at my space. And it's usually a number of things. They want to track more business. They want to get paid by clients. They find that clients aren't paying them. They're having a hard time financially. I also have a business where the employees aren't getting along. And so how do you facilitate that? How do you make the change in that environment? So most of the time, it's to improve either the work relationships and to increase more of their success, increase more of their bottom line, attract more customers, attract more prosperity. So they'll ask me and say, okay, things just aren't going right. Five years ago, it was great. I moved into this new facility. What's happening here? And that's why I see a lot is that when people do move, they may have been, even in families, totally happy, comfortable in that one home and they move. And nothing is right. Everything seems to be going wrong. That's interesting because the only thing there that's different is the space. Exactly. So that's why I go in. I go in and I go with a fresh slate. I'm a set of eyes that I look at things. I will always ask them when I'm starting a consult, what are the three challenges you're facing? Or what are the top three things you want to improve in your business if we're talking about the business? And so I focus on the top three. That's what I look at. I do an energy map. I take a lot of personal information. And then I go home and I do my homework and I come back with the presentation and I'll tell them what they need to do. One of the biggest blockages is clutter in an office. And it depends where it is. If it's in an area that is in your career sector, it's going to be slowing down your career. 
going to slow down clients. It's going to slow down opportunities coming to you. So it's really important to analyze what is going on and to remove that and then to enhance the awesome things so that you can start attracting the clients you want, the business you want. Okay, so this makes sense to me in terms of the clutter example, because if your place is cluttered, your productivity is going to be slower, right? Because you can't find what you need, which then directly equates to sales. That all makes sense to me. And clutter, I think also, I know when my place is all messy, even though I know where everything is, of course, but when my place is all messy, it feels like a weight on me. And then if I take a little bit of time, straighten everything up, I just feel lighter and better and ready to roll. Because that's very tangible, paper and all of that. How does energy work? Okay, so energy comes into your office, your home, what we call through the front door. So wherever your door is into your office or into your house, that is how energy is coming in from the outside. That energy needs to circulate, needs to support you. That's what we call chi in the feng shui world. And if that energy can't flow to you, if things are blocking it, you're not going to be getting the best use of that energy. One of the things, and I'll talk about this later, is just where you're sitting in your office. You should never sit with your back to the door because what you're doing is the energy is coming in. It's hitting your back. It's not coming to you, so you're not receiving it. And you can't see the energy, but it is flowing all around you. And you always want to make sure that you have good energy flow, that energy is coming in all the time. Most people in homes don't even use their front door. And the front door is so key to bringing in that good energy because and most people I'm working with have their offices in their homes. So one of the things I tell them is make sure you open that door at least once a day to get that energy flowing in because that is how energy enters your home. You always want to keep it fresh and new surrounding you. You don't want it to become stagnant and dull. And what clutter does is it just blocks it. It stops the flow of it. And where the flow is stopped is what you're going to be that it'll be the symptoms in your business, in your health, in your relationships. That's so interesting. I want to get into this now because I think (laughs) we're already here. So let's just stay here. Gift Biz listeners, one of the things that I asked Marianne as we were talking about how we would share the information with you, one of the things I said is let's have some tangible things that our listeners can take back and kind of do a checklist of their space. What does it have? What does it not have? And I think we've already started getting into that, right? Is this one of the ones that are on the checklist? So let's go through that. Like, what are some steps that people could look at with their own spaces, whether they're in a house or they're offsite in an office somewhere or even shops? What are some of the types of things like the front door example that we should be looking at? Okay, I'll give you like three or five of them. I go for five. Let's do five. Good. Okay. If your office is in your home or you're in a building and sometimes you can control the entrance, sometimes you cannot, depending where your building is and if you're leasing it. But let's take an example is in a home. You want the energy to be coming in. You want to invite the energy in. So you have to have things totally open and cleared around your front door. The front door is huge for letting the energy in which means you don't want a tree right in front. You don't want your plants from the summer to be dead and just all dying in front of your door. You want your door to be inviting. You want to say, hey, I'm ready to have this awesome energy coming in. You want to invite it in. Once it gets in and it's going to be traveling and once it's in your office, the key in your office is you're the king or the queen of your kingdom. And you want that office to represent that. You're in charge. 
So the first thing I tell people is you need to rearrange the office to have your desk so that you can be sitting facing the door coming into your office. You never want to have your back to the door. Sometimes it's unavoidable, but there's things we can do to alleviate that. You always want to see who's coming in. You want to see that energy because as that energy comes in, that energy is bringing opportunities to you. It's surrounding you. And when your back is to the door, it's hitting your back, not to the front. And so you want to constantly bring that in. Okay. So what if I'm someone who designs jewelry and I have a production studio right in my house because I make everything in the house and I go to craft shows on the weekends or something? Is it still important that in my craft room or wherever I do my paperwork besides or even creating the product, is it important there to be facing the door that enters into your space? Yes, absolutely. But what if nobody's coming in? It doesn't matter. You always want the energy to come in. Pretend you want to be the queen of your office, the queen of your business. We all do. So think about if you go see royalty. One, you walk up to royalty right? Royalty is always looking at you. They don't have their back to you. So they're receiving you. And it's just how the energy is coming in. You want to be receiving that amazing energy and not blocking it. The other thing is when you have your back to the door, it makes you very vulnerable. And even though, even on the subconscious level, you're always going to be on edge, even though there's no one coming in about what's going on in back of you instinct. You're never going to be totally comfortable. A client realized that about two weeks ago because she insisted everything was great, but was having difficulties. And it all of a sudden made sense to her. Oh my God, you're right. I'm really tense on a subconscious level when my back is to the door. I'm much more comfortable, relaxed, receiving when I'm facing the door. And then I'm in my power position. And that's what you always want to be. You want to be in a power or control position in your space. Mm -hmm. So a power position facing the door versus a more subordinate, even though you may be the sole person in your company, but you still are kind of taking a subordinate position if your back is to the door and you're facing a wall or something, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. I work with people in cubicles, too, and they go, oh, my God, I can't do anything. But there's things of how we arrange the cubicle with a mirror or just how we angle the computer, their laptop. There's a whole bunch of subtle things you can make arrangements in there to make them have the power, the control they need in their office, in their space. Because you don't want to be vulnerable. You want to be in charge of that. And that's how the energy is coming in. I'm getting into this now. Okay. The first one was the front door. The second was making sure in your office space or your production space that you are facing the entrance, wherever that entrance is. Okay, carry on. And the best direction, I have to tell you, the most powerful position in your office is if you can be in a diagonal because it's like just how the energy crosses over. That's the best. The second one is make sure you have a very sturdy, substantial chair because in feng shui, you always want to have support. The Chinese built their villages against mountains where they had a lot of trees. They always were looking for support for their structure. And that's really important. I go into some offices where people are sitting on a little tiny chair or like a little boudoir chair or a folding chair. No, you want to sit in a solid high back chair that has arms, again, presenting yourself like you're in charge or the king or queen of that office. I'm turning around looking at my chair as you're talking. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not talking about, and you shouldn't have the mesh ones. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. 
<laughs> nice and solid. <laughs> oh, okay. Obviously, you haven't been to my place yet. Because <laughs> you always are looking for support and you want to have that support. And that's why you always want to have, if you can, your back to a wall, not to the door, because you want to have that support. So if you've got your back to the wall with an awesome chair, your desk is facing right, you are really setting yourself up just doing those few things for great success. Okay, so we've got the front door, the office, having a sturdy chair. Where do we go from here? Then the other important thing I talk about is decluttering. That is huge. And the fourth thing, that is to go with the decluttering, but at the end of the day, if everything is facing right, you should always have in front of you, I call it like a little runway, maybe a one or two foot clear space totally in front of you. You can have stacks of files, books on your right side, left side, but you want to have a clear space. So when you come in the morning, you're not overwhelmed by all the things that have to get done and looking for things. You have a clear space, take a few minutes to clear your mind and set your intention for that day. If you have stuff, papers, files, all thrown on your desk, your first thought goes into, oh my gosh, what do I have to do? Where am I going to find my stuff? It is amazing. Having that clear space allows you to readjust yourself for the day, how you want your day to go and setting your intention for the day. It is fabulous. So are you saying a clear space like air in front of you or a clear space so your desk is just blank? Your desk is blank, ready for you to put whatever the first task of the day is going to be or to create your plan. Better yet to create your plan. What are the big three things you need to do today or however you work through your day? It can be like a foot or one or two feet in diameter and just going all the way across your desk. And you you can have nice organized files on the side, but you want to have that clear area right in front of you. So when you sit down, get your cup of coffee or tea, take a few minutes and say, okay, this is my intention for the day. This is what I want to accomplish for the day. It's going to come so much easier for you. Okay, so let me ask you this. We're interviewing on a Monday. So Friday when I left for the weekend, I was determined not to come into the office for (laughs) for the weekend. But I knew a project that I absolutely wanted to tackle this morning before you and I got on the phone. So I took that file folder and put it front and center on my desk so I knew that I wouldn't forget that that was what I wanted to do. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That is fine. That's good as long as you didn't have 20 of them and all messed up. That was your focus. It was your front and center, okay? The one thing you wanted to work on during that day. So that is fine. It's just that you don't want to have 10 file folders thrown on your desk, papers, notes, post-its, pens all over. That could be on the side, but even on the side, it should be every night you should just spend two or three minutes organizing the side and having a clear space in the front. It's amazing how it'll help start your day. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. You have one more for us? Well, the other thing, and that's when I consult with people, which when you're talking about sitting at your desk in feng shui, when I personalize the energy in someone's office, we all have four amazing directions to be facing, sitting in, being in, and four directions that are not favorable for us. And you always should be facing at least one of your most favorable directions for the best productivity to get the best accomplished. That's another thing I do on a personal level when I consult. Oh, you're able to define then what your favorable directions are. Yes, for every person. Mm -hmm. Got it. All right. I'm going to summarize these. And I guess I got an extra bonus out of you that you weren't (laughs) expecting. (laughs) But it's okay. So we've got the front door with the entrance. Make sure it's clear and inviting. 
We've got in your office or production space, you should be facing the point of entrance. And a diagonal is really good. You don't want to be facing a wall because that puts you in kind of a subordinate situation in terms of the environment and the energy. You want a sturdy chair, no mesh, point taken. (laughs) (laughs) A decluttered environment and a clean space right in front of you as you leave your space at night. And then when you come back in in the morning, which I think, especially I'm thinking of people who are producing things, just bakers, of course, have to clean everything up, right, for sanitary purposes. But even if you have your tools and your supplies out, just putting things away, possibly you've completed a project or something, that makes a lot of sense. And then in terms of sitting at your desk, favorable direction, that's kind of your like little teaser for us, I guess I'll say. (laughs) It's your teaser, right. (laughs) You've shared with us that there are favorable directions, but I'm guessing you really have to be working one-on-one because everyone has different favorable directions. Right. And also when I do the energy map, I call it, of your of your office, there's uh, certain paint colors depending upon where your office is located in the house or in a building or even the profession that you are doing. There's colors that you want to have. There's colors you definitely do not want to have. Just how it all still pertains to business cards. It pertains to where you hang certain things in your office. There's a lot of layers here. And that's what feng shui is. It's a lot of layers. But if you get someone who knows how to layer things and get it right, the success that people experience is phenomenal. But you're right, it's getting the layers and it's, it can be very subtle things. Speaking of the influence of color in your home or your business, I had a client was very interesting. His feng shui element was fire and his office was painted all blue. And in feng shui, blue represents the water element. And his career for the last 10 years has been literally up and down, up and down, up and down, right, and then down. And when I went in to do all the personalization and I figured out that his personal primary almost fire and that the room was painted blue, what was happening energetically is the blue, which represents water, was putting out his fire, the flame, his energy. And so that's why he kept struggling so much. So we changed that. He's been doing great. Oh, that's so interesting. And it makes total sense. But you just wouldn't identify it, I guess. Yeah, until someone sits down and talks to you. And now his wife, that she was the water element for her, the office would have been perfect. But for him, it was terrible. And then he had metal desk, glass desk. So we changed things up, made sure we had some more wood elements in there to support his fire element and change the color. And wow, amazing. And also to make sure he faced the front door. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. everybody has is drawn or has within them a different element? And the feng shui, yes. And that's when I personalize it. You have a predominant element, and that needs to be also supported. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Like I said, just a changing of the color of the office, big, big impact on this guy. So it's really subtle things that can happen. And if people don't know that, you can be painting things the wrong color in the wrong area and have results that are not positive. Or you can just intuitively pick a color and maybe things are wonderful. So like I said, it is a very much layering of effect. Who knew? (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. All right, so when we were talking last week, we were just starting to talk about having you come on to the show. You were telling me that you also work with people remotely. I'm kind of thinking you have to be in their space, but how do you do that? Well, that's what I originally thought. 
when I was getting into the feng shui business. What I do is I ask them for a floor plan. That's key. I ask them for some personal information, which is not a lot. And the most important thing is if they don't have a compass, I have them download the compass app on their phone. And I have them stand in their front door, whether it be to their office, to their apartment, condo, home, whatever, and take a compass reading looking out that front door. And so then I put all these pieces together and I personalize the report and I go over it with the people. So I do not have to personally be there. People also send pictures. They'll send pictures of their space before and after. I will have pictures of the front door, what's going on. So I will ask for specific things. So it's like I'm there. I've got three clients I'm working with on the West Coast right now. I've not seen their space, but I've seen their pictures. I've seen the floor plans and what they have done to change things in their place, in their space. They also send me the pictures of that. Huh. Really interesting. Yeah. Then we get an action plan and I'm always open for people calling me. You know, just because I consult with you once doesn't mean that I'm not going to be available to answer a simple question. Well, you've given us some great ideas. All of us can now take right from what you've just even said and analyze the different rooms in our environment, what their uses are, et cetera. I mean, obviously we can't go deep into everything on this call, but a couple of things that we can really look at, which is fabulous. Talk a little bit about the secret and why connecting up with Marie Diamond is so cool. Well, first talk about the secret, just in case for some reason somebody doesn't know what that's about. Okay, that came out 10 years ago. I was first introduced to it. My son was, what, eight, watching Oprah. And Rhonda Byrne came on and a couple other people that John Asriff and different people that are in The Secret were on the show. And it's all about the law of attraction and positive affirmations and how do you track what you want into your life. I loved it. It was great. I bought the whole thing. And on there was Marie Diamond. And she was the feng shui person. I was like, oh, that's interesting. She talked about a client she was working with in LA and stuff and what happened. And Oh, this is really interesting. And in the process, I was taking some classes with a couple other instructors who were taught with Lillian too in classical feng shui, and she's in Malaysia. Then all of a sudden, I decided kind of like reach the top of where I could go with these instructors. So I thought, I really want to learn more. I want to really expand my business. I really want to dive deeper into this because I love this topic. Spontaneously, really, it was really kind of crazy through another organization with Marie Diamond. I bought her set of tapes, then I got invited to a retreat she was having. First time she had it in 11 years in Minneapolis. And then I've enrolled in her program, and I've been working with her program and a couple of her teachers. And so it's phenomenal. And Rhonda Byrne was actually Marie Diamond's client. And Marie Diamond was the one who kind of helped motivate her to get things going, kind of introduced to some people. And was working with her. So it's pretty fascinating how it's kind of come full circle. And in Feng Shui, you are really talking and focusing on the law of attraction. Because how you set up your space, your environment, it's to attract the good energy. It's to attract the opportunities, the things that you want in your life. Yeah, I believe in the law of attraction 100%. I keep seeing it over and over again. Oh, yeah, it's really powerful. And one of the things... I did last year for 2017, I did a Feng Shui vision board workshop with Marie Minneapolis. It was phenomenal. And I ran several vision board workshops this year. And the things that people manifested and so quickly, just amazing. 
Let's talk a little bit about resources or now I'm expecting big things from you, Marianne, after all of this, because you help everybody else here. But what do you do in your own environment working with your own business to stay productive or to create balance between your business and your personal life? Oh, that's a good question because sometimes it's hard because sometimes I find myself working long hours. Even you have challenges. (laughs) I do have challenges. Part of it is to constantly stay current. And I think the biggest struggle we all face is the clutter one. I like to spread out when I'm working on someone's floor plan and, and getting their report done. And then sometimes I'll get called away to do something else. So it takes a conscious effort on me to come back and organize my office the way I'm telling people to organize theirs. So it's always a conscious effort, but it's becoming second nature. But how do I keep current on constantly going on the websites, taking classes, like taking a ton of classes this year with Marie and her organization, hooking into motivational coaches and speakers? And also there's a handful of feng shui consultants who do some webinars, who have some great websites, who not been on a podcast yet with any of them, but definitely webinars. And so I'm always looking to see what people are doing. And I've connected with a number of people out there. So it's been a nice resource. I've got people on the East Coast, West Coast, down in Texas, and down in Madison, Florida. So it's nice to keep that network and see what people are doing and new. And I'm perhaps a lifelong learner. I will always keep learning because I love it. And the more I can bring to my practice, to my clients, I just feel it's a gift to be able to do that and put more things in my toolbox for everybody. Absolutely. And I would imagine because the history of feng shui is so deep that there are continually new things that are being enhanced, new ideas, new things that are working today. Let's face it, now we have all this technical stuff that is draining us or motivating us. Depends on how you look at that. So I'm sure that has impacted our environments for sure. Well, and one of the classes I'm taking that goes along with consulting with Marie, like I said, she's taken me to another level, is dowsing. And that is where I go in and I identify energy vortexes in your space that come from the earth. You know, it's nothing that's created. It's coming from the earth. And depending upon how strong it is, I've learned how to neutralize that because that will affect your productivity, affect your environment. The other big source when you talked about technology is all the EMFs coming from cell phone towers, from your computers, from poorly wired buildings. And there's things that you can do to neutralize that to make the environment better for you so it's not an interference for you. Define EMFs? It's going to be the electromagnetic fields. Okay. That's all out in the environment, particularly cell phones, cell towers, everything you're surrounded with. And right now, today, you're surrounded with, I'm sure, a lot doing the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's all the electrical stuff for me. And I did an apartment in Chicago in a very old building. It was amazing because I forgot in Chicago, in the older neighborhoods, you still have the really thick, heavy electrical wires coming into your building. And this building was a three flat and they had like six huge wires coming in on both sides of the building. And that area and that room was so challenged energetically, but we fixed a lot of things. So it's just things like that. You don't even realize how it's affecting the space. And this is a couple who had moved, love their other space. The minute they moved, tons of problems started happening professionally, personally. When I went and measured everything and I measured the energy level of a space before and after, it's phenomenal what you can do to change that. So you always want to be in a high energy level 
not a low energy level. Okay, so just to the extent that you can share, just kind of quickly, obviously you can't change electrical wires that are coming into a building. So what in that type of a situation can you do? Well, in my training with the dowsing, there's ways to what I call neutralize that energy. And it's by using brass rods, very thin brass rods that are energized for that energy to neutralize it. And they're at different colored ones. And so I will go and locate that place rod. You can't really even see them. And within three seconds, it changes the flow of energy. It's phenomenal. Three seconds. Three seconds. One, two, three. But you've got to know what you're doing and how you're measuring it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. Yeah, where you're placing <laughs> it. But it's amazing because it affects you all the time and you're being surrounded by it. Like one of the things you should never have your cell phone or be sleeping with anything near your head. Your cell phone should be at least five, six feet away from you. And so many people are connected. They have to have their cell phone near them. They want to hear someone's have an emergency or what's coming in. And it gives us a lot of different energy that impacts you. And when you're sleeping, you want to restore yourself. You don't want to be drained. All right. So as we start winding down here, if we have somebody who's listening who is just now going into a new retail space, or perhaps they've decided that they're starting a business and it's going to be out of the house and they have a blank room. We've already talked about positioning of furniture and all of that. Any other ideas? You were talking about colors and all of that, but any direction for someone who is just starting with a new space, just to give them a little bit of a feel at how to get started with this. That's very difficult other than the few things I did share with you because it's dependent upon where that space is located in the bigger space. The thing that I am stressing to everyone is that your office should be your first marketing place for your business. Everyone spends a ton of money on marketing their business, but their office is a wreck because it's how you feel about doing your business, your job, and manifesting your goals. And if your office is not aligned with you and your energies and your goals, you will lose about 33% of your focus and income. It's really interesting. So that's why it's so important to have a properly arranged office. And if it can be personalized to you, that is amazing because that everything is focused on you and your business personally, not just generally. And that comes a big difference. Yeah, and this then brings an idea to me that we haven't really talked about. I just want to make the statement and get your opinion on it. If someone is feeling like they've been in business, things are just not going quite right, regardless of your location, I don't think people ever think about looking at their environment. And I'm just kind of recognizing that that's something to look at as well. I mean, obviously, you have to get in customers and all of that. Right. But never looking at the environment as potentially a base driver to help you advance in other areas. It really is. I have also someone who said, okay, I want you to do my office. has very, very amazing goals is in an MLM business and really amazing goals for this year and next year and is traveling a lot and <laughs> says, okay, when I move, then I want you to do my office. Everything is a mess. I keep saying it's really important. I don't care if it's a mess, if you're moving or not moving yet, but to get your office set up so that it's set up for your success you will be carrying that energy and that feeling with you wherever you go, even though you're traveling. So your office is really the base of your marketing for your business. It's a place where people should start first. And people don't really do that. Just like people will go to webinars, workshops, companies will bring in presenters to focus on something. 
and everyone will be excited, charged up for a day or two, and then everything just loses steam and goes back to the normal. Why is that? Because you're going back to the same space. And if your space isn't nurturing you, is not providing that environment for you to strive to go ahead to attract things, you will go back to the same space. You'll go back into the same, so to speak, ruts that you were in, and it becomes status quo again. Again, looking at the space is huge. In a company, it's important that the president, vice president are seated or their offices are in a certain way. The marketing people, the salespeople, the office assistants are seated in certain areas to get the most productivity. And so many of them are just even sitting in the wrong spot in their own office space. It's a lot of different things to take into account, but it can be simple. Eventually, it doesn't have to cost a fortune. And it eventually does not mean your office is going to look Asian at all. It's all about <laughs> arranging the space. Because a lot of people go, oh, my God, I don't want my office to look, you know. <laughs> and trust me, it doesn't. Because we bring in the elements, we bring in the balance through color, through elements, through things that you have in your space. And ideally, you want to have every space balanced, but balanced also for and attracting for wherever that space is located and to you personally. This is so good, Marianne. (laughs) Really, really interesting. But like I said, it's a lot of layers. And I start slow with my clients. Trust me. I start slow and then I will add on some things. And when I give a whole report, I'll say, okay, this is what I want you to focus on in the next week or two. And when this is done, then you should go do this. Because if you do a lot of shifting of energy in a space, like if I came into your space and I said, okay, I want you to do 10 things. You do those 10 things, you'll be surprised. The energy shifts will have a great impact. It may take several weeks for you to readjust. Things might get worse before they get better because you're changing that flow of energy. So everything has to readjust. So I encourage people, go slow. But if you're starting out in a blank space, or if you've got a room that has nothing in it, how awesome is it to be able to set it up to your best directions, to welcome in that energy and to feel like you're the king or queen of your own office and business? Beautiful. Love that. Perfect. So now I would like to invite you to Dare to Dream, Marianne. I'd like to present you with a virtual gift. It's a magical box containing unlimited possibilities for your future. This is your dream or your goal of almost unreachable heights that you would wish to obtain. Please accept this gift. And actually right now I'm changing it from a box to a room. Okay. (laughs) You get to open the door to the room and tell us what's inside. Well, inside is this awesome office in a building, not in my home, because right now my office is in my home. And my big vision is to be an international feng shui consultant and motivational speaker. So as to help people create a space to manifest their goals, whether they be for wealth, success, health, personal growth, or relationships, so that they can have the best life moving forward. Is that going to include travel, international travel? Yes, that's what I want to do. And that will allow me once I get my certification with Marie, I'll be on her international website. So I will also be able to teach and travel and consult. That's my dream is to help people because so many people are stuck and don't look at the space as an integral part of your success in your business. So if any of our listeners want to know a little bit more about you, where would you direct them to go? You can go to my website, which is fenshuiforsuccess.net. Perfect. And Gift Biz listeners, as you know, there'll be a show notes page attached and I will have all the information for Marianne, her website, social media sites, all of that. 
Marianne, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, this is so interesting. I'm so excited for you to come out now and look at my space. I think I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Well, one of the things I tell people when I physically go out or if I'm working with them even long distance, I want them not to clean. I don't want anything put away. I don't do not want them to clean or organize because I want to come in and see what you're dealing with and facing every day so I can figure out where the blockages are, what we need to improve on and to open up that space. If you clean everything and stuff it in the closet, I don't know what your daily life is like. You're kind of defeating the purpose, I guess. Yeah, I want to know. But so many people want to clean and organize. I go, no, no, no. You can do that after we talk, but I want to see what your daily life is like, where the challenges are coming from. And if I can't see that, then I can't help you with the challenges and to move to the next level. I think that you mentioned to me you might have a little holiday gift for our listeners. Yes, I do. So anyone who is listening in and would like to have their office space evaluated, I am giving a $25 off initial consultation to the end of December. Actually, to January 1st, we'll do that. Okay, so the end of the year. Yeah, the end of the year. And what does that involve? If someone were to do that, what would that involve? Are they calling you? Like, is it just for local people? Is it for anybody No, it can be anyone because remember, I can do this long distance. I can do it all over the United States, the world, because I will ask for certain information and I can work from that. Well, that's exciting, Gift Biz listeners. It's a little bit of an additional extra gift for you. Yeah. Well, it's for their office and coming on the new year and the energies are going to be shifting and you just want people to have a great start for the new year. Once again, Marianne, thank you so much for all of the generous information that you've given us. We now can go back and move our chairs around, move our desks around, (laughs) put some nice plants in the front of our homes, all of that. So much success for you. I can't wait to hear you just flying off to all these really cool places to share your learning. And may your candle always burn bright. Thank you. And thank you for this wonderful opportunity. Today's show is sponsored by The Ribbon Print Company. Looking for a new income source for your gift business? Customization is more popular now than ever. Brand your products with your logo or print a happy birthday Jessica ribbon to add to a gift right at checkout. It's all done right in your shop or craft studio in seconds. Check out theribbonprintcompany.com for more information. After you listen to the show, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to jump over and subscribe to the show on iTunes. That way you'll automatically get the newest episodes when they go live. And thank you to those who have already left a rating and review. By subscribing, rating, and reviewing, you help to increase the visibility of Gift Biz Unwrapped. It's a great way to pay it forward to help others with their entrepreneurial journey as well. 